Time management. A love-hate relationship for so many of us. Specifically when it comes to content creation. And if you are in the camp of, I just don't have time for this, listen up. This episode is going to be for you because I suspect that you might be focusing on the wrong thing, which is leading you to feel like this thing of creating content that actually resonates with your audience and builds your authority is basically mission impossible. That's why today we are diving into a content creation strategy that's as fun as a champagne tower. Yes, thank you. We'll explore how starting with a main piece of content can not only save you time, but also provide your audience with a more cohesive experience across different platforms. See you inside the episode. Welcome to Creator to Leader. Are you struggling to connect with your ideal customers online? Are you confused about the most effective way to market your business? If you are ready to become the go-to expert in your industry and stand out from the crowd, this podcast is for you. Hey, I'm Eugenia. That's Eugenia in Spanish, but you can call me E. My mission is to help entrepreneurs stand out online so that they can grow their businesses. I do this through comprehensive marketing strategies, impactful content plans, and storytelling leadership. We both know you are running on caffeine and big dreams. So let's dive right in. Every time I have conversations around creating content that builds your authority and your leadership in your space, I come across the same excuse or what they perceive to be a very good reason. It all sounds great, but I just don't have time. That like there's this excitement. Where's the time? And yes, I get it. Creating content absolutely takes time. But when I dug deeper, I realized that these people were spending hours creating unique individual pieces of content to use for reels, for a carousel, or maybe they were trying to reinvent the wheel on different platforms. So I knew that I had to make this episode because the first blog post I ever wrote for my business a couple of years ago took me two and a half hours just to write. So that's without the formatting, without the promoting. I felt so overwhelmed. Like, because on top of that, I had to create all this content for Instagram. So needless to say, my attempts at blogging for business were very short-lived. And I had heard about the concept of liquid content many years ago. From the moment I was in college, from my master's, from like blogs and podcasts. So it wasn't something new for me. I heard it called atomic content, repurposing content. It has so many names. You've probably heard about it one way or the other. And yet it didn't work for me. I still found myself spending so many hours in content. And don't get me wrong. I love creating content. It truly is one of my favorite parts of my business. But in reality, that's not the only thing I have to do. So I always felt this guilt if I knew how the theory worked, right? Because I knew this concept of liquid content or content repurposing. Why couldn't I apply it to myself? Also, by the way, this idea of repurposing content, I don't know if this is only me, but it felt so fast fashion, you know, like let's just be effective, reuse the same thing in all these places. And let's just hope that nobody notices that I'm giving you the exact same thing in a different medium. Like, no, thank you. Not at all the elevated experience I hope to provide to any person that chooses to give me and my content, their time and attention. No, that she and vibe is not what I want to do with my content. Plus, I 
personally notice when someone is shamelessly repurposing their content. Like you can tell when a piece of content wasn't created for a specific platform or when they're just taking snippets from a blog post and randomly posting those on Twitter. So there I was in between two waters. Either I had to spend hours creating fresh content because I really wanted to provide these elevated experience or I had to become the sheen of content and repurpose the same thing everywhere. Okay, I may be getting a little dramatic, but you understand it real. So it wasn't until my former client and mentor, Whitney Hahn, presented me with a new visual that the whole idea took a whole new different meaning. And it was this idea of looking at your content as a fancy champagne tower. And I think I just love anything that sounds fancy and fun. Like her metaphor immediately made me think of a 1920s inspired party with a coupe glasses set up as a tower where Leonardo DiCaprio was pouring the top glass and from that naturally my content was overflowing into the rest of the glasses. Like it all made sense. And that's how it works with content, right? We have a standout piece, which is very comprehensive. And then the ideas naturally cascade down into the glasses, filling these glasses below the main glasses, which are representing your other platforms. So this is a top-down approach that adds elegance and coherence to your content strategy without requiring you to become a full-time content creator, only that content being the only thing you do for your business. And this idea sounded so light and graceful. I felt like I was still providing a premium experience to my audience at every touch point. Plus, it helped me save hours and overwhelm in the process. So to understand this concept of a champagne tower, we first need to differentiate between two types of content, long-form content and short-form content. But before we dive in, I want to tell you that the waitlist to work with me one-on-one to build the foundations of your authority online are officially open. If you have a business that is working and you are ready to become a go-to expert, you want to grow your brand, expand your personal brand, your positioning, your messaging, you are ready to be known for your expertise. Let that expertise take the center stage so you can be the one helping more people, reaching more people and growing your business with the things you're passionate about and you're an expert in. Definitely sign up for the waitlist. The link is going to be in the show notes on my Instagram. Reach out to me because I would love to tell you first once the doors are finally open. So now let's break down the two main types of content, long form and short form. Long form content is like pouring into the top glass. It sets the tone and depth of your content. This could be your podcast, a written blog, a newsletter, a video blog, which is, you know, on YouTube for the most part. And long form content usually has the benefit of compounding. As time passes, more people will find it and more people will engage with it. Short form content, on the other hand, like the glasses below the main um, coupe glass, this is content that complements and expands on those ideas. It creates a harmonious content experience. And this is what we see on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Even though TikTok is becoming amazing for like mid-sized pieces of content that have more longevity. So I feel like TikTok is kind of reinventing this category a little bit. But usually these platforms are for more quick and concise ideas. They're very short-lived. If you are struggling with time, maybe it's because you're used to creating content for social in short format. And now you might be wondering how on earth could you add anything else? And that's why I recommend starting with long form content 
and from there building down into your shorter pieces of content. And starting with long-form content offers so many benefits. First, it's a time saver. Pouring effort into the top glass efficiently fills the glasses below. And as I write this podcast outlines, I then take and plug and play the pieces of the outline into my content calendar for short form. And this doesn't mean that I'm actively promoting the podcast every time I talk about these topics. It doesn't mean that every time I mention something that I already mentioned on the podcast, I reference the podcast. It is just an idea, a topic I want to discuss on the medium adapted to the way people talk on that platform, but it's not fresh content. It is not a fresh idea. I already developed it on my outline. And something else that I want to say, it's not that I'm talking about these things every day. So it's not just taking one outline or one blog or one transcript and just breaking it into pieces. And then Monday through Friday, that's like you're talking about the same thing. You want to sprinkle it throughout your month to make it feel fresh, but hopefully you already have your pillars, your main themes. So this is not feeling random. It is still feeling cohesive because you are talking about the same general ideas. As I mentioned also, long form builds over time. And I've talked about creating content for authority first instead of SEO, meaning content that people are searching on Google's SEO search engine optimization. So I always recommend that you build your long form for authority instead of just trying to add a bunch of keywords that are not really adding depth to your perspective. But when you create this long form content and then you add and implement some SEO tweaks, inevitably this SEO, this search engine optimization will be created around those pieces of content. So it's not that I'm against SEO. I'm just saying when you build long form with the impact piece and authority piece in mind, it is way easier to then rank organically on search engines. And finally, the depth that this content allows is great to build your authority in your field because you get to elaborate on your ideas and your perspectives. And that's way too dense for social media. I've tried making live that have lasted for like 30 minutes, people were like, girl, I'm out. I need to do something else. Long form content are a place where people expect that they're going to spend a little bit more time learning and getting information. No one opens their Instagram with the expectation of spending 20 minutes watching a video. However, when you go to YouTube and you come across a video on a specific topic, you're more, I guess, flexible to listen to the whole thing. And don't even get me started with a podcast. Like, I don't know if you listen to Andrew Huberman. That man makes two hour long episodes on health and biology and just science and how our body works. And I'm obsessed. I don't listen to the two hours in one sitting. That's too much for me. It's more of a weekly thing. I listen a little bit every day, but it's a podcast that I am way more receptive to the long format versus if I went to Instagram and saw an Instagram live of 120 minutes, I would not go back every day to continue watching that reel, that recording, that Instagram live. So how do we create this content? Are you excited to give this champagne tower process a try? And this is my production cadence. You can customize it to your own schedule. And also, I don't like to be static. I like to move things around depending on the season of life I'm in. I'm moving right now, as you know, so I'm experimenting a little bit again. But I want to give you this as an inspiration because definitely it's a great place to start. First, I spend 
30 to 45 minutes writing each podcast outline. And I do have a template for my outline. So just to put it simply, I have my intro, my connection piece where I tell you a story. I then have my insights section where I actually teach you the meat of the episode. And then I have a call to action at the end or conclusion or wrap up. That's the basic structure of all my episodes. So I already know the structure that I'm going to follow. And I do this outline very detailed to make sure that every minute of the show is providing value because if I don't have an outline, I could be speaking for two hours and just rambling around and I value your time too much for that. So I want to have a detailed outline so I make sure I stay on topic. And when you see the title of this episode and then you listen to the actual episode, your expectations are not only met, but exceeded. So then I take another 30 minutes um, max on actually recording the episode. If an episode takes me more than 30 minutes, I'm freaking out. I think it's because I do not have a very long attention span for one sitting. And I want this to be a podcast that someone can listen to on the drive, like from home to work, something like that on the gym, like 30 minutes on the treadmill. Like that's what I want. To me, 30 minutes is my max. Unless I'm doing an interview, those I'm a little bit more flexible. Then editing is crucial. Consider outsourcing. I highly recommend my podcast production team. I partner with CompuSound Express. They are geniuses with everything tech related specifically to production because again, I want this to feel like an elevated experience for you. I'm very sensitive in my ears. If I don't like the quality of a podcast, I don't listen, to be honest. So to me, having amazing quality that sounds studio is so important. So I'm going to leave their information down below if you want to reach out because they are incredible. Their quality is amazing. They've been working on my team for so long and they are so responsive, which is something I really value as well. If not, you could hire a VA, for example, for a couple of hours a week. For example, you could use an AI tool like Descript, which lets you edit audio from text. So you add your audio, they transcribe it, and you can get the transcript and already have your VA maybe make a blog post out of your transcript or maybe get that audio if you recorded it for a podcast and just remove all the ums and hums or anything else that you want. But I think someone with technical knowledge, very basic knowledge can edit that out for you. Is it going to be really professional studio level? No, but I think editing is so important. Whether you're writing, you are, you know, video recording, is it audio? I really think editing is important because again, you are providing the best quality possible because that's also speaking about what your brand is about. So unless you are a very raw and fresh brand, I could see something being unedited. But even the more raw brands that I've seen, they prepare a lot. So then they don't make as many mistakes when they are recording. And that's a conversation for another day. But trust me, you want it to be polished because, again, that speaks to who you are and how seriously you are taking your project. So if you are going the AI route, you really could edit this 30-minute podcast in under 15 minutes, you or your VA. Then uh, finish editing your podcast and amplify your content using different tools. So I love PodSqueeze for show notes. They give me blog post outlines and just additional ideas for content. I think it's super worth it. But you could also enter your transcript of this script or your blog post or whatever it is into ChatGPT and ask it to give you relevant quotes, relevant snippets. Remember to prompt it before you do that with your brand voice. And I am dying to bring an expert on how to prompt ChatGPT because I want it to be like a resource 
resource for you so you can go back and listen to that episode. But more on that coming soon. So back to the production process. Finally, take the outline, the prompts and ideas provided by the tools you chose and enter those as short form content ideas on your content calendar. Make sure whenever you enter the title of the idea, make sure to reference the original episode so you can go back if you need to when it's time to create it. For example, if I have an idea about a concept, I enter the number of the episode and maybe I'll go back and maybe grab a snippet of audio and that will be used on my reel. That's something I love doing. With this process, it takes me around two hours in total a week to create all my content for social media. So I'm talking idea, caption, and visuals. Again, I don't want to be switch and bait and tell you, oh, it takes nothing. It takes me 30 minutes for a month. And then you find yourself spending hours a week. It definitely takes time. I'm not going to lie, but it doesn't have to be a part-time job. And definitely, eventually, this is something that you can even delegate. So clearly, this is a time investment. And I don't want you to leave this episode feeling frustrated if you can do the whole thing in an hour. But when you're ready to build your brand, build your expertise, and go to the next level, go from creator to leader, it's so worth it to invest in the resources you need to get your long form content out there. It is so worth it. People are noticing. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it does have to be as polished as you can. So to summarize, remember the top-down flow of a champagne tower. Pour into that top glass, let your ideas gracefully cascade down, and create a content experience that's not only efficient, but also enjoyable for your audience. Try this approach and share your experience with me on Instagram at eugenia.wu. That's at E-U-G-E-N-I-A dot W-O-O. And remember to sign up for the waitlist to work one-on-one with me to build the foundations of your authority online, including, of course, your long-form content. Thank you for listening today. See you very soon. Un beso. I hope you loved this episode. If you connected with the podcast in some way, please rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That is the number one way you can support the show. And because sharing is caring, share it with a fellow entrepreneur wanting to become a leader, not just a creator. I am so grateful for you. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM over to at eugenia.wu. That's at E-U-G-E-N-I-A dot W-O-O. And if you only send me a microphone emoji, I will know that you stay till the end. Thank you for listening. See you soon.